Well, as we continue to await the special election in Georgia to determine whether the Senate will remain 50-50 or tilt Democrat by one, we'll spend today noshing on some Thanksgiving leftovers, including what really matters these days. And we're going to play a fun little game, Kurt and I are, which media hoax did you fall for? It kind of ties into the Merriam-Webster Dictionary Word of the Year this year. It just all fits so nicely. Uh, we'll have fun with the Iranians, and we'll tell you why now for, for the end of time, through the end of time. To me, they will always be the Iranians. All of that and a lot more on this episode of Dale Carter's America. From the heart of flyover country, he's not on the far right, and he's certainly not on the far left. Like you, he's somewhere in the middle. This is Dale Carter's America. With Kurt Wheeler, I'm Dale Carter, and uh, this is Giving Tuesday as we're recording this, and that's why I'm wearing my St. Jude hoodie today. Um, it's a charity I've been involved with for 30 years. Uh, you should, you know, if you've got any money left over after, you know, Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and Cyber Monday, do you have any money left over, Kurt? Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Um, St. <laughs> Jude's a great um, charity to give to. It's a hospital that's in Memphis, Tennessee, but they share all of their findings freely with hospitals all over the world, including the two great hospitals for children here in Kansas City. Um, it's it's something I've been involved with for 30 years, and I truly believe in it. So if, if you're looking for a charity, stjude.org would be a great place to put some of your dollars. If not, put them somewhere. Um, I want to thank uh, Bob Watson and his team. They, of course, are a sponsor of the podcast here. Uh, he is my state farm agent, has been for the last 27 years at 7th and Main in Blue Springs, 816-229-7878. I needed to call Bob and his team because... Um, I, I, I did something that was very emotional for me, Kurt. I sold the Impala. I heard and saw. And I, I got to tell you, maybe I had the car too long. I had it for seven years, longest I've ever had a car. I put mile one on it. I put mile 130,000 on it. Um, and I drove it everywhere. Drove it to Florida once. Drove it back to Indiana to see the grandkids and all that. Uh, all the times down here in Westport. Um, it, it took me everywhere I wanted to go. And I got a little teary when Aww. I sold it. Yeah. Did, so, you, did you make a, an emotional selfie video to post on I TikTok? I didn't, but you know, have you ever been emotional at a time and just you're trying to tell yourself, stop it, what are you doing? I mean, this is just a damn car. Yeah. Right? So that's that's where I was over the weekend. And then Bob and his team, I, I got a, a brand new vehicle. It's a small, I knew I was going to get a small SUV. I did my research on this. Um, and for the first time ever, I bought a non-American car. Mm-hmm. Have you ever bought a non-American car? Uh, well, I drive a non-American car. Yeah, I, yeah. I bought it. I mean, I bought it used um, yeah. just off of like Craigslist or whatever, but yeah. My car was built in Hiroshima. I looked at a, you know, on the sheet that's mm-hmm. on the window. It was built in Hiroshima, so Did I'm going to call check, it. check the radiation levels? I, I worried about that. You know, how long <laughs> does that take? Uh, but I'm going to start calling it the bomb. Is that bad? <laughs> no, I probably, love it. Probably let's bad. Get, let's go with it. I don't know. So Bob will take care of you. His team took great care of me. I mean, it's one thing to get the cut rate insurance, and Bob has surprisingly great rates at State Farm. But when you call his team, you get an actual person who walks you through everything that you're going to need to do. And when you buy a new car, there's a lot of steps to this. But they made it quick, they made it painless, and now that new vehicle is insured, and he'll take care of you as well with your auto, your home, your life, commercial insurance for your business. Licensed in Missouri and Kansas, Bob Watson, an early and big-time believer in Dale Carter's America. I also want to thank our friend Jim Dingman, our favorite Marine at uh, Funhouse Pizza. 50 Highway in Lee's Summit and 7 Highway in Blue Springs. Not only a great place to eat, but a great place to send your kids if they need to get a job. 
you know, don't let them sit around and munch Cheetos and play video games on your couch. Put their asses to work, right? Yeah, absolutely. And Dingman will do that. What are these cars you're pulling up? Is that uh, Jim's he, deal? Yeah, yeah. He has uh, car shows um, at Funhouse Pizza. Mm. Um, I think he's into like classic cars too. So you can see some of them on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, well, as we've mentioned, you know, already he, he's hiring, you know, always for positions. And he also does some giveaways for Chiefs tickets and things like that. So just a great guy. And you mentioned something that, that we do this on YouTube now. Um, and I know a lot of you just listen to the audio, but you were missing so much by not having the video. And especially when we get to the kicker for today's uh, deal, <laughs> you definitely want to see this on YouTube. It will not translate with us just talking about it. Uh, so thank you to uh, Jim Dingman at Funhouse Pizza, one of our fine sponsors here on the podcast. Uh, uh, something as we get into the news here that that I did not tell Kurt because I just saw this on the wire. Um, Donald McEachin, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. Uh, congressman from Virginia. He has died at age 61 after a battle with colorectal cancer. Now, the reason I bring that up is because the Republicans currently have a four-vote majority in the House of Representatives. So it is very tight, and you've got to you know, make sure that you've got a four-vote majority. I don't even know how that would happen if they fell below. This guy's a Democrat, by the way. But if they fell below that four-vote majority, would they have another vote for Speaker? Would it flip the other way? I don't even know how that would work. Yeah. Yeah. Guess we have to look into that. Uh, but I did look into this because I was thinking that when a senator dies or retires or leaves, um, the governor of that state will appoint someone until a special election. That is not the rule in the House. Hmm. So the Democrats will go with one less representative. The number for Republican majority is still 218, but they'll go with one less representative now uh, until they have a special election in um I guess in the coming months or whatever. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers to Donald McEachin and his family. First elected to uh, the state's fourth, fourth district in 2016, reelected for a fourth, fourth term earlier this month. Colorectal cancer, that's just horrible. Uh, and he died. He was just 61, far too young. Yeah, that sounds bad, like painful and yeah. shitty. Exactly. So to the World Cup, and I talked about this on my show this morning on KFKF, because are you a soccer fan, Kurt? I don't even know. Um, not really. I mean, it, it, it's fun to watch. Um, me and the wife have gone to some sporting KC games, and she really likes it. And it's it's fun to watch. I mean, tickets are cheap. Yeah. Uh, World Cup is kind of a big event that happens once every four years. So yeah. I prefer the World Cup over the Olympics, to be honest, just because it seems like more real. <laughs> well, I'm always going to root for the United States, yeah. no matter what. I yeah. mean, we could be playing tiddlywinks, and I'm going to root for Team well, USA. Well, I got something for you to watch, too. You know, I'm a, I am ai don't know if you know this, actually, but I'm a big fan of uh, pool. And uh, the Moscone Cup is this week uh, between the United States and Europe. That's the, the biggest team pool event, uh, nine ball, uh, that happens every year. So that, that'll be happening this week as well. Well, I'm a huge fan of American football, obviously. I've been yeah. the voice of the Chiefs for 14 years at Arrowhead. Um, and I like baseball, although that's getting a little draggy as I'm getting older. It's like, come on, get to the point. You get start falling point. asleep. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> soccer. I mean, I've always thought of that as more of a gym activity than a sport. I mean, go out there and kick the ball around. But, you know, I, right. I say all this to set this up. Today, and by the time you hear this, the, the match is already going to be in the books. We are playing the Iranians. The Iranians. <laughs> so yesterday they had a press conference, and the coach of Team USA and the captain of our team, who I'm very impressed with, young man named Tyler Adams, uh, they faced the media, and they faced a reporter from Iran. 
and uh, go ahead and play the question Alex, and the answer. question is for you. My name is Mila Javamadi from Press TV. First of all, you say you support the Iranian people, but you're pronouncing our country's name wrong. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. Please, once and for all, let's get this clear. Second of all, um, are you okay to be representing a country that has so much discrimination against black people in its own borders? And uh, we saw the Black Lives Matter movement uh, over the past few years. Are you okay to be representing the U.S.? Meanwhile, there's so much discrimination By the happening way, against black people. If you're not America. watching this on YouTube, our captain is black. My apologies on uh, the mispronunciation of your country. Um, yeah, that being said, you know, there's discrimination uh, everywhere you go. Um, you know, one thing that I've learned, especially from living abroad in the past years and uh, having to fit in in different cultures and, and kind of assimilate into different cultures, um, is that in the U.S. we're, we're continuing to make progress uh, every single day. You know, growing up for me, I, was, I, I grew up in a, in a white family with an obviously an African-American heritage and background as well. So um, I had a little bit of uh, different cultures and I, I was very, very easily able to assimilate in different, different cultures. So, um, you know, not everyone has that, that ease and uh, the ability to do that. And obviously it takes longer to understand and through education, I think it's, it's super important. Like you just educated me now on the pronunciation of, of your country. So, um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a process. I think as, as long as you see progress, uh, that's the most important thing. Okay, I'm impressed with that kid, number one. That's not the answer I would have given, but but I'm impressed with the kid on how he handled uh, that reporter because, Kurt, quite frankly, the first thing I probably would have said was, go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and the second thing I probably would have said is, show me your gay players. Right. I'd love to see the gay players on Team Iran yeah. because we know that in Iran, they toss them off of very tall buildings. Yeah. And where's your women's team? Um, because also in the news today, uh, this came out today, more than 300 people have been killed now in protests across Iran over the past two months. It all started when the modesty police in Iran picked up a woman for improperly wearing her hijab. Mm -hmm. They want to lecture us about discrimination? Yeah. Really? And, and I mean, you know, there's plenty of, obviously, there's plenty of problems in America, uh, culturally speaking, but... I get that, that but that who are they from, to lecture us? Yeah, and it's just the the way that the question is worded, too, it's so, like, smug. Condescending. And just condescending, yeah. yeah. And, and it really... Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, that was my only problem with his answer was, well, two things. I mean, he he kind of gives credence to the idea that, you know, there's like this problem in America that we're progressing through and whatever, which well, is just here's another BS. Thing. But. Perceptually, we, we may have a problem when we've got a president out there that says, you know, if you're black and you, you vote for me or you vote for Trump over me, you ain't black. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to put you all back in chains. That's another direct quote from Joe Biden. That is not uh, gaslighting to steal mm -hmm. from the future of the show. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he, he said that the um, modifications to the election laws, which, by the way, have produced record turnout in the state of Georgia, was Jim Crow 2.0. Yeah. It's Jim Eagle, man. Come on. Or Jim Eagle. It's, you know, what? A, I mean, he, first of all, he, he says nonsensical things. But, you know, th there is that perception out there, and it's fueled by Joe Biden. Yeah. But yeah, just to, to finish what I was saying too, like the, the second thing is just, you know, the, the tone of his answer, he's, he's like very respectful and stuff. And it was not a respectful question. So I, I don't think he really, that reporter really deserved a respectful yeah. answer. But that's why, you know, I mean, you're, you're uh, on the world stage, you're in the World Cup, you know, you're in front of the press, you're expected to, to 
behave a certain way. So I think that makes sense, you know, within the context of, of uh, where well, they're at. But I hope that they go out there and kick the shit out of them. Well, they need really to. Hope. This is a must-win game for, for uh, USA. If, if they yeah. don't win today, they're out. So and, and maybe they don't talk about that in public. Maybe the captain doesn't do this in a live press conference. But when they get in the locker room, it's like, who the fuck are they to tell us about what we're doing in America? Yeah. They're they're slinging Iran around in the sorry that's two f bombs I got a cold today so I'm I'm kind of in a grouchy mood. No, um, okay. Let's move on to Bob Iger is back at Disney and boy did he inherit a mess. Um, you know they they come with like animated shows right around the holidays and typically they do really well at the box office but Strange Worlds is not doing well and, and I read the description of it and the description is like you know people from diverse backgrounds dealing with their differences right. And, you know, it just reminded me of, of the phrase woke equals broke. And that's what's happening at Disney. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to crowbar in everything. You know, they're they're trying to crowbar in gay characters. They're trying to crowbar in, you know, um, various racial narratives and things like that. And it's just, it's not what people want. I mean, no. it's, it's one thing if it happens organically. You know, right. if you have a story that involves, you know, this or that. I mean, the whole gay thing, you know, I don't think that should be really promoted in anything that involves children, including movies. But... You know, you're going to have natural diversity or, or what have you, but uh, when it's totally obvious and when that is obviously the point of what they're doing is to crowbar that stuff in, people don't respond to that. So well, it's going to be I make a big money loser. Predictions on this podcast all the time. It probably will win an Oscar, uh, but it's not going to make <laughs> any money. That's And that's why Bob Iger is back, because Disney is all about a story that, you know, kids want to see and drag their parents to them, and, or grandparents in my case, and make them pay for it. Right. Thank God my grandkids didn't bring this one up, because I think I, I would have said no. Yeah, And grandparents rarely say no. A uh, new tune from Dr. Fauci. Um, he is now urging folks to investigate the origins of COVID. Has, I mean, is it me, Kurt, or is that like a 180? Yeah, I think that's pretty much a 180. <laughs> I wonder what's uh, going on with him that he's... You know what's going on with him. The, the Republicans now have the majority. Sort of figure out whether the lab leak is a viable theory. Well, the only thing that can be done is to have an open transparent interaction with their scientists and our scientists. Their scientists. Get in there, look at the epidemiology, look at what went on there, look at what happened earlier on, maybe a month or so earlier. That has not been at all transparent enough for us to feel comfortable. Where are you on this now? I mean, everybody's always curious. Where is Fauci on the lab leak there? I I have a completely open mind about that, despite people saying that I don't. Well, you could stop it right there because you could pull up clips of him interacting with Rand Paul yeah. Where this is a complete 180. Yeah. But but my theory is is that the Republicans are going to take a slim majority into the new year and they're going to investigate everything. And this is on their list. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. And and I mean, yeah, it's obviously a, a very clear change of tune by Dr. Fauci and um I think maybe that has something to do with it, but it's it, it reminds me of the story that we talked about last week where CBS finally acknowledged the Hunter Biden laptop is being mm. real after like 2 years. So like literally two and a half years later He's coming out and saying, oh, yeah, China needs to be, like, investigated. You know, it's like, dude, where have you been this whole time? Yeah. You were the the leader of this whole thing, and you were shown to have uh, collaborated and colluded with China to perform gain-of-function research on back coronaviruses. So you're, you know, in the crosshairs just as much as they are, you know, politically speaking. So I think he's just trying to cover his ass. 
Next up in the news, I mean, this almost sounds like a joke. Kanye Trump and a white nationalist go to dinner. Um, and, you know, I saw it in the in the news, and you just cannot take the news at face value anymore, Kurt. Right. You know, when they, they declare that this guy is a white nationalist, I don't know him from Adam. Is he a white nationalist? Do you know? Uh, I know a little bit about him. So this is uh, – there's the a bunch of pictures. Up? So here's uh, the, the team that Kanye has assembled for his uh, – presidential campaign there's kanye obviously this is milo yiannopoulos um of you know political fame he's kind of been out of the radar for a while um and then this guy is nick fuentes who is the quote-unquote white nationalist in question he is a streamer um he has his uh, own political show online and uh yeah i mean he says a lot of pretty spicy stuff you know he's he's got a lot of spicy takes he says a lot of very offensive things about certain groups of people that uh you know, you can go check out for yourself and, and form your own opinion about. But uh, I just think it's it's pretty weak, you know, from people to just try and pin somebody into a box and just try and discredit them right away. I mean, if it's really that obvious, then it shouldn't be any issue to to discredit someone or to or to tackle their ideas with your ideas, you know. And and uh, yeah, like you said, I mean, whenever the media calls somebody a racist, a Nazi, a white supremacist, blah, blah, blah. I mean, we've heard it ad nauseum right. and it just doesn't carry any weight anymore. So like even in a case like this where uh, love him or hate him, I mean, this guy Fuentes is pretty far right, you know, and uh, he, he says many things I disagree with. He says some things that I that I agree with. You know, I haven't watched him all that much, but from what I've seen yeah. and uh, and but in in a case where you may actually like be able to have a legitimate case to say, hey, this guy is, you know, uh, a racist or whatever you want to say, an anti-Semite, the the boy who cried wolf has already been established. And so it's really hard to take anything that the media says uh, at face value. Which we're going to get to um, in a later segment here on this podcast. You won't want to miss it. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Um, but you, you remember when Trump ran for president, he, was, he famously said that I could go out in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and my poll numbers would go up. Right. I don't think that's the case anymore. Uh, there no. are bad optics that go with this. Republicans are breaking ranks. Uh, several of them have come up and said, you know, this is bad optics. Why are you doing this? blah 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 so um what's trump's response well, well that's that's weak too in my opinion i mean he he can have dinner with whoever he wants and it, it's just so like like i said i mean it's just weak to try and discredit somebody like this like is this a serious person do they have serious ideas what are their ideas can we combat their ideas yeah. and you know this whole kanye thing um i don't really think kanye is like that smart but he is uh he's doing something very interesting politically right now. I mean, I really think it is it is going to be well, a he's show. running for president, and I'm going to make another bold prediction. He will not be the next president. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But, yeah, so Trump, uh, they, the three of them and a couple other people went to dinner with Trump at Mar-a-Lago, and uh, apparently one of the things that happened there was that Kanye, or Ye, as he's now going by, asked Trump if, he, if Trump would be Ye's vice presidential uh, nominee. And Trump obviously did not like that, so so he came out on uh, Truth Social and, and made a statement. He says, so I help a seriously troubled man who just happens to be black, yay, who has been decimated in his business and virtually everywhere else, and who has always been good to me by allowing his request for a meeting at Mar-a-Lago alone so that I can give him very much needed advice. He shows up with three people, two of which I didn't know, the other a political person who I haven't seen in years. I told him, don't run for office, a total waste of time, can't win, fake news went crazy. 
Well, that they did for sure. Yeah. So he's, I, I think honestly, like the, the Kanye thing is interesting because I think Trump in a way is maybe threatened by him because, uh, Kanye and Trump are kind of similar in a lot of ways. They're, they're kind of off the cuff. They're, uh, both famous, you know, celebrities. They, uh, started their career in politics. You know, if you want to say that Ye has a career in politics outside of it, you know, they, they built their own name for themselves. They're independently wealthy. So, um, and obviously Kanye was a big supporter of Trump throughout his presidency and received a lot of flack for that. So this uh, kind of rift that's forming between the two of them is going to be very entertaining, I think, uh, in the next couple of years. So can we go more <laughs> entertainment to come here? Oh, yeah. Uh, the railroad strike update. Um, remember, I gave credit to Joe Biden for getting involved, much like Teddy Roosevelt got involved with the uh, coal miner strike, uh, saying he was on the side of uh, America. And I thought, man. That's the first thing, really, that Biden's done that I can get behind. Well, apparently it's not working out so well. Uh, the strike is still going to happen, and Biden's trying to punt this thing over to Congress now. He wants them to fix it. Yep. So there you go. And if we have this rail strike, it's going to cripple this country. I mean, you, the, you think the economy's bad right now? It will get even worse, a lot worse. Mm. So we need to get the uh, the rail thing fixed. I don't know what the answer is. I know there's a half dozen organizations, and they all have to agree to make this thing work. Um, so it's kind of like uh, you've got a picture up there that shows uh, like 16,000 rail lines coming together at a railhead. That's kind of how it is. I mean, that's the that's how complicated this is. Right. Um, and. So there you go. Uh, Biden's trying to get a lot of things done with the uh, lame duck Congress. Look for that before the end of the year. Uh, a lot of money is going to be pushed through with a very slim majority. Um, so there you go. That's the update on that. We'll keep an eye on it for you. But if we get a shutdown, it's going to be very, very ugly. Back to the fun and games in the news department. And that is our president. Um, he, he probably didn't mean this because what, what he means is assault weapons and we don't even know what the hell he means by that i don't think he knows what he means by that it just sounds good it plays well right mm -hmm. assault weapons yeah. um but that's not what he said he, now he for thanksgiving this year kurt and we're going to get to a fun little picture of joey b coming up here in a little <laughs> bit um he um you know he's got billionaire friends he talks down billionaires all the time but he's got a billionaire buddy who owns this place uh, in what, Nantucket? Nantucket, yeah. Nantucket Island. Uh, so Joey B comes out, and you know, never mind the fact that uh, some people have been hacked to death out in Idaho, uh, some people have been run over by a car. You get a gun crime, and he's going to be front and center. Uh, but he kind of slipped up, and really, what he wants to ban, at least according to this clip, Kurt, if I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, would be about 98% of all firearms in this country. Red flag laws, period. Just based on knowledge, not on a parent saying or a loved one saying, you should arrest this person now for his own sake. It's ridiculous. We got a, one of the first red flag laws in the state of Delaware, my son Bo, was the one enforcing it. And it made a lot of difference. It saves lives. So that's number one. Number two, the idea, the idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick. Yeah. It has semi-automatic now that means you pull the trigger one time it goes bang pull the trigger another time it goes bang now you know back when joey b was a kid i know they had muskets and it took a while to load that ball in there and stuff right. that stuff down so that you could do that um but he's you know if you take him seriously on that and you really can't um how many guns is he eliminating there 
a lot. I mean, it, like you said, I mean, I don't know if it's 98%, but it's very high. Uh, most modern handguns, most modern rifles, and some shotguns are semiotic, semi-automatic. Uh, and I just don't think that these people like know what they're talking about. They really I mean, don't. It's, it's very clear that Biden doesn't know anything about guns, or he's just old and senile and forgets, or both. Um, but it goes for all of the activists. You know, everyone that talks about gun control on the left and, and advocates for gun control, I mean, very, very, with very, very few exceptions, really has no idea what they're talking about. And, uh, you know, I experienced that firsthand. There's a video on our YouTube page, if you go back and watch it, of me at the uh, March for Our Lives in Kansas City interviewing people. And they just don't know. They, I mean, like you, you mentioned, the, the term assault weapon just means nothing. It means yeah. absolutely nothing. They can't define what that is. It's cosmetic, right? Yeah. Yeah, essentially what they think is that it's a scary black rifle that can kill mass amounts of people, but that really has nothing to do with the deadliness of the weapon. You're talking about, you know, uh, capacity, caliber, um, things like that. You know, there are plenty more weapons that are much more dangerous. And, you know, you also have the AR-15 platform available in all kinds of calibers from 22 up to 308. So well, we talked about this a while back. AR doesn't mean assault rifle, right? No. It's it's a brand name. Yeah, it means Armalite rifle. That yeah. was the first uh, company that came out with it. So they don't know what they're talking about, or they do. You know, maybe they've focus group tested this and said, you know, semi-automatic. Yeah. What does that make you think? Right, right. I think that's definitely part of it. I mean, they, they are purposely... We've talked about all the time on this show how the left controls the language and they control the narrative. They're purposely um, planting these seeds of these phrases in people's heads and they just repeat it over and over again. Assault weapons, assault weapons, yeah. semi-automatic, semi-automatic, despite the fact that people don't know what that means and they can't define it. If you say it enough, it starts to have an impact and it begs the question, you know, are they really serious about banning all semi-automatic weapons? And I think probably the answer is yes. I think they genuinely want the american people disarmed as much as possible and that's very troubling all right show us creepy joe at oh, thanksgiving yeah <laughs> we gotta so, see so well i the reason that i pulled up this picture is because it was the same day you saw he had that uh nantucket hat on so the same yeah. day this picture uh are those leaked. his granddaughters i don't think so just random people and I they've got joey b in the window <laughs> looking in i mean that just looks wrong yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe they are his granddaughters, but, I mean, does that really make it any better? <laughs> I mean, did you grow up with, like, a creepy uncle in your family? I did. No. My Uncle Norman was kind of a creepy guy. Oh, and, I have an Uncle Norman, and he's great, so. And I think Joey <laughs> B. is, like, the creepy uncle in his family. He's got to yeah. be. Oh, yeah. Well, he's the creepy grandpa, that's for sure. But, yeah, just look at you know, when he tells his story, and we've played this before, about being in the pool and the kids came up and rubbed his leg to watch the yeah. hair go up, yeah. right? I mean, that's really never not going to be creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube, you know, another reason to watch on YouTube, you can see the, the picture. I think we maybe posted it to social media as well, okay. but I'll post it again today. But All yeah, right. I think he's like, he's like, man, I can't get through this window. I want to, I want to smell your hair. Yeah. How am I, I going to get through here? I told you not to make me laugh today. <laughs> I got this cold and I'm going to hack out a blue streak here any moment now. 
Um, so, you know, if, if you're not watching us on YouTube, maybe it's because you don't have enough power in your house. But we're going to fix that for you uh, with our friend um, Austin Watterson at Royal Roofing and Solar. Now, I mean, he can do a roof for you. He did a roof for me, as a matter of fact. Uh, they can do some renovation work in your house. They do kitchens. They do basements. They do bathrooms and all that kind of stuff. But really, where he's finding his footing right now is the the, the want out there. There's a demand out there for solar. You've got this house. We've got this big yellow orb in the sky. And you can be your own utility company right there at your home. Instead of renting your utilities from Evergy or whoever you're renting them from, uh, Austin wants to show you a different way, a better way, uh, so that like you own your house, you can own your utilities as well. They are fantastic people. They are based here. This is not fly-by-night. So if he does your roof and there's any issue, probably won't be, but if there's any issue, you just reach out to Austin at 816-540-7057, and they'll get it fixed very quickly. Cass County-based, Royal Roofing and Solar. If you need a roof, call Austin. If you'd like to have the conversation about how you can use your own home as a power source, and he's going to shoot you straight. He'll be honest with you. Um, you know, if your house is up for it, if it's positioned correctly, I mean, there are solar companies out there, Kurt, that'll say, oh, yeah, we can do solar anywhere. Yeah. You can do solar on here. You can do solar on there. And that's not, it's not true. You know, we base our podcast on truth, and Austin is a very truthful guy who will shoot you straight. Yep, absolutely. All right, so call him up. You need a roof. You want to check out solar, 816-540-7057, and tell him that you enjoy the podcast here, unless you don't. And if you don't enjoy the podcast but you want that stuff for your house, don't tell him you don't enjoy the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So next up, it's what really matters. And I put this segment together because I'm just I'm looking around, Kurt, and it's like, what really? That's the question I keep coming to. What really matters? Now, case in point, the update on the mass shooting out in Colorado Springs. You heard the initial reporting on it, right? Mm -hmm. Right wing nut job. You know, that's where they always start. They assume that any kind of crime, especially those committed with a gun, is coming from, you know, neo-Nazis, right wing, blah, 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 blah. That's their reporting on it. And it turned out not to be true. Now, the person who did the shooting is a non-binary person who in court filings does not want to be called Mr. or Ms. wants to be referred to as MX. Mix. Mix. Is that what it is? Mix? It's yeah. not MX? Mix. Is that like Latinx? You know, that's uh, the term Joey B is uh, yeah. you know, coined. Yeah. That, that no Hispanic wants to be called by. Right, right. So, you know, I guess the question I have is, is it still a hate crime? You know, because that's what they were leading with. It's obviously a hate crime, which I, we've talked about that ad nauseum about how I think that's a ridiculous term. Um, what, you get extra laps for it or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Um, is it's probably not a hate crime because this is a non-binary person who kills some gay people at a, an LGBTQ plus 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 nightclub. Yeah, I thought one of the interesting things to to me about this, uh, and you know, I mean, we don't know the guy's motive. He could he could just be saying that to cover his ass. He could be saying that to troll people. He could really believe that. But uh, the leftist narrative on gender and pronouns is that as soon as you claim to be something, you are that thing. So yeah. if, you, if you claim your pronouns are they, them, or she, her, then you must be called by those names or else your existence is being denied and all this stuff. And you had a bunch of media outlets, uh, personalities come out after this uh, news broke about the shooter apparently being non-binary, going by they, them, and mix and everything else. And they're saying, well... 
uh, he's just doing this for for attention. You know, he's just doing this to to try and distract from you know the the motive of this. And it's like, well, first of all, like uh, check your pronouns, check your privilege. You know, by your own rules, you just misgendered this guy, and uh, you know you need to you need to check your uh, your privilege and follow the rules that you set up because. You know, of course, just like every other leftist rule, I mean, it gets followed until it's not convenient for them. It gets followed when it goes in their favor, and then it gets ignored when it's not in their favor. So this is just another perfect example. All right. Uh, Next up, and something I think truly does matter in the short term here, in the next couple of years before the next presidential election, um, I've heard reporting on this and opinion about this, and I happen to agree with it, that China is going to test Joe Biden sooner rather than later. Uh, It's probably going to come at Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Um, as America continues to tie itself in knots over a woke military, right? You've got a you've got a period of time here, Kurt, where recruiting levels, especially with the U- United States Army, are at dangerously low levels, and it's it all relates back to this woke uh, mentality of our military. Um, meanwhile, China is recruiting out the wazoo. They're you know they're they're doing research and development on rockets that we can't even match. I mean, they can go supersonic all the way around the world, um, and they are going to test Joe Biden. Will we be up for that test in the next couple of years? Yeah, I mean, there's a, a few different things going on here. I mean, you know, obviously, Biden is not being taken seriously on the world stage really by anybody, certainly not by Russia, certainly not by China and others. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of protests happening in China right now, too, because they're trying to go back to a full... COVID lockdown policy, uh, zero tolerance policy, things like that. So China is going to, I think, start having problems of their own uh, with their own people. And there's some really troubling. Interesting protests going on over there, too. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, And how will she handle that, the president? Um, Yeah. And just here in the background, you can see, um, I'll turn the sound off, but these are uh, quarantine camps that they're building in China. And so you can see there's all these little boxes and they, this is all by force. I mean, it's not voluntary. If you test positive or if they think you're a, a, a health risk, they take you away and they ship you off to a camp and put you in a box. So nice. eventually, uh, that's you can only do that to people for so long. I mean, it, even if they're, you know, not uh, informed of like the Western way and and freedom and things like that, I mean, people are only going to put up with that for so long. Well, that's a wet dream for the left in this country. I mean, they wanted to have something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, no and you doubt. You talk about internment camps. I mean, they can say whatever they want about the right, but I believe it was FDR that you know interned Japanese people during World War II. Yeah, and 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 you had people in the media and on the left early on, especially during the pandemic, that were. Uh, praising China's response to COVID. They were saying, oh, look at all these uh, strict measures that they're taking, you know, to, to lock down and, and to stop the virus. We should be doing more like that. So, okay, should we be doing that? Should we be sending people to camps? All right. So that's something we definitely need to keep an eye on. That is serious. This is not serious at all, but this just came out of my gray matter on what really matters. Woke sports. And you remember when we were talking about this in the World Series, the media made note that there were no American-born blacks in this year's World Series. Like, that's an issue anymore, right? Right. Jackie Robinson broke that color barrier in 1947. So it got me thinking. Uh, We could take it to a ridiculous level, as we do sometimes on the podcast. We could have quotas for teams. Mm -hmm. Think about this. Certain percentages from all races. you got to have gay and straight. I don't know what the percentage is. Is it uh, still like 10 15% gay? Is that kind of the number? 
for baseball? No, 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 no. For the oh, population, the, the population in general. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's say it is for argument's sake. You know, then every team needs to have fifteen percent gay players on the team, and now we got to have at least one they, non-binary. They get their own locker room and showers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you got to have one non-binary person. Okay, so in football, if you look at an offensive line, you've got five offensive linemen, right? You've got mm -hmm. two tackles, two guards, and a center. We've got to work out the percentages for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, of course. And any time that the left throws something up, and like the fact that there were no American-born blacks in this year's World Series, take it to a ridiculous level. Yeah, I mean, there's probably no Ashkenazi Jews in the World Series either, but, you know. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What is that? Oh, you know, like Orthodox... Jews like they don't they tend not to be uh, involved in sports you know represented yeah. in sports well, that's okay we got to have one anyway yeah that's right. what I'm saying yeah we need to we need to pump up, step up those numbers man when I was a <laughs> um, a t-ball coach when my kid was playing t-ball there was this little girl and her parents were both college baseball players one was a college softball player the woman and the the dad was a college baseball player and they just knew that their little girl was going to be the next coming because it came from them right mm -hmm. and she came to me and she goes coach put me in a place where the ball won't come anywhere near me. So I put her out way out in right field, all right? So our person who doesn't play sports but needs to be represented on the team, we'll put them in right field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good. So that's a good place for them to be. Um, just, again, this is a little tip here from Dale Carter's America. When the left comes at you with something that you go, what? Just throw it back in their face and, and get completely ridiculous, which we're going to do here in our next segment. But, again, we want to rem remind you that if you're in the market for insurance, and who isn't? I mean, you got to have insurance, right? You got to have insurance on your car. You know, how many times have you uh, been in a wreck or something, Kurt, where the other person didn't have car insurance? Um, it's legally you're supposed to have it, but there are still people who don't. I think like maybe only once. Yeah. So honestly. don't be that person because it's against the law. Number one, you got to have insurance. You want to have the best insurance. You want to have a team on your side. Uh, my guy, Bob Watson, is ready for your call at State Farm with surprisingly great rates. You don't have to, you know, pay uh, the, what's the, the old term was the Cadillac rate, whatever it is now. What's the, the Lexus rate? I think rate? people still use that. Do they that still term. use that term? Yeah. Uh, but you don't have to pay really, really high rates to get really, really great service and to get a team uh, to where they speak English, they are based in our town, and they'll talk to you about whatever your insurance needs are. I know because I've used them for 27 years. 816-229-7878. Auto Home Life, commercial insurance. When we get the pontoon boats out, Bob Watson's going to be your guy for that too. And he's not just a Blue Springs guy. Licensed in both Missouri and Kansas. Fantastic guy who uh, believes in what we're doing here on the podcast and will oftentimes send us uh, things that maybe we hadn't thought about. Yeah. Yeah, he's very engaged. So he's we very that. engaged, and we do appreciate that. So um, the next segment, my friend Bob McNeil, not to be confused with Bob Watson. Bob McNeil, um, old radio guy. He's retired now, very conservative. Um, he posted this thing on his Facebook page, and I ripped it off. So I like giving credit where credit is due. Maybe McNeil ripped it off from somebody. I don't know. But uh, I ripped it off from Bob McNeil. And it's, did you fall – for the mainstream media hoaxes. And, you know, I hadn't heard the term gaslighting, Kurt, until uh -huh. you used it on this podcast. And now it is the Merriam-Webster Dictionary Word of the Year. Because oh, for it's, real? Yeah, for real. Because oh, wow. it's happened so often, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Gaslighting has become a thing. So as I looked into the etymology of that word, it essentially it means lying, right? 
Uh, yeah, it can. I mean, it's it, basically the the core of the word is you're you're pouring fire on the gasoline in order to you know infuriate the other side, if you will. You yeah. know, you're saying, oh, these people are terrible. You know, something has to be done. You're you're gaslighting people. So, you know, I. <laughs> I grew up in a different era than you did, Kurt. When I grew up, you know, basically the all news channels weren't there. Uh, you got your news at 5:30 in the afternoon, 6:30 on the East Coast where you grew up, and it was Walter Cronkite on CBS, uh, whoever else on NBC and ABC, and that was it. And they had a half hour to tell you everything that happened during the day. Right. And as I, I read more about Walter Cronkite, I actually had him on the show one time. He was very liberal. Mm-hmm. You would never have known that by watching the CBS Evening News Mm -hmm. because it was straightforward. If Walter Cronkite said it, it was true. And then when we put this podcast together, you remember I I set out the principles by which this thing was founded, and the very first principle is we're going to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. Now, there are certain things that you can be objective about and say that's the truth, okay? Like this windscreen on this microphone is not orange, okay? That's the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are things that we can have opinions about, and you and I have had differences of opinion, but those are opinions. They are not news. They are not facts. So the mainstream media, and, you know, they've taken a lot of grief over the years from our side, but when you look at this list, they deserve it. Yeah. They came with all these things as if they were true. Yeah, 100%. They steered the 2016 election and almost cost Donald Trump the election with things that were not true. And the 2020 election. And the 2020 election. And um, the 2022 election. <laughs> and they'll do it again in the 2024 election. Yeah. The the media right now, they're, you know, in terms of, of where they rate, it's very low right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and deservedly so. Mm-hmm. So our side needs to keep calling them on their bullshit at every turn. Don't let them get away with it. So we've got this very long list. We're going to go through it kind of quickly um, and not spend a whole lot of time on any one thing, although you got some clips you want to play. Yep. And we're going to start with, and these are mainstream media hoaxes. You need to check your own box here. How many did you fall for, even initially? Russian collusion is number one. Fake. <laughs> completely fake. Completely fake and and fueled and paid for by the Hillary Clinton campaign. Using foreign intelligence, which, you know, and, and spying on the Trump campaign during 2016. And because you can't get a conviction in Washington, D.C. of a Democrat, you just can't. I mean, they've tried. Yeah. Uh, the, these things are going to go unpunished, but they happen, and we need to know. Okay, next up, Donald Trump calling neo-Nazis fine people. Now, this came out of Charlottesville, right? That's correct. <clears throat> And you had some very bad people in that group, but you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group. Excuse me. Excuse me. I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of, to them, a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down, excuse me, are we going to take down, are we going to take down statues to George Washington? How about Thomas Jefferson? What do you think of Thomas Jefferson? You like him? Okay, good. Are we going to take down the statue? Because he was a major slave owner. Now are we going to take down his statue? So you know what? It's fine. You're changing history. You're changing culture. 
And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in That's that group other than neo-Nazis <clears throat> and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now so what came out of that on the mainstream media was Trump calling neo-Nazis fine people. Yeah. And it's just so blatantly untrue. I mean, all you have to do is freaking watch the clip. It's on YouTube. Like, you can go watch the clip. You can watch the whole, the whole uh, press conference. And nobody wants to do that. They'd rather just yeah. go with the narrative. Um, and I, I told you this before, but I think that's one of Trump's finer moments. I mean, he that's peak Trump. He is calling out the media. He's, he's being truthful. He's saying, you know, what needs to be said. And he's not taking any shit from any of these people. Yeah. It's very interesting watching press conferences of Trump versus Biden or Obama because you watch the press conferences now with Biden and he's got the note card of like who he's going to call on. Everyone's sitting down and right. very quiet and he calls on the person. And here they're just shouting at him. You know, they're it's just a shouting fight. at him. Yeah. yeah. And he's not taking it. Okay. The next one, um, I did fall forward initially. I'm going to go ahead and cop to it. I, I thought, wow, that's terrible. Uh, the Jussie Smollett thing. You know, did are you, are you going to cop to any of these? Did you fall for any of these? Um, I will be honest uh, when we get to them. If I did, but this one definitely not. <laughs> you thought it sm you thought it stunk from the beginning. No, I mean the thing is, there's there's so many of these uh, hoaxes now. You know, you you'll see stories like once every month or once every other month there'll be a national story about how somebody found a swastika in a bathroom or somebody found the N word written on wall a wall. You know, with uh, with paint or something like yeah. that, and it's just. It's a, it's fake every single time. I mean, there's there's not one case that I can think of where it's actually been like a real, you know, racist that, you know, did it. It's just, it's it's a hoax. Well, that goes time. along with the Bubba Wallace deal, NASCAR driver, that the garage pull in his garage was a noose. Yeah. Um, when it, it, that's just how they tie those, and they're in every garage. Right. Um, and somebody, you know, conflated that to be a noose, and that's racist because Bubba Wallace is a black NASCAR driver. Right. And if you're watching on YouTube, here's the, the garage pull down from a year and a half or whatever it was before the uh, race in question yeah. with Bubba Wallace and some other guy in there. So Covington kids. <clears throat> yep. What is the story on that? Uh, that was this guy, uh, Nick Sandman, the, uh, the guy with the MAGA hat, uh, kid with the MAGA hat. I think he was 16 or 17 at the time. He was on a school field trip. Um, I believe it was a Catholic school from Kentucky or Tennessee or something like that. They went to D.C. and uh, they were getting shouted at by a bunch of people. There was like um, black Hebrew Israelite group there. And then this guy, uh, Nathan Phillips, who is he has a whole story behind him, too, which you can look into on your own. But he came up to the group like banging his drum and and yeah. uh, causing a scene and. And he, this guy, Nick Sandman, s stood there and did nothing, basically just smiled at the guy. And then, you know, CNN and everyone else came out and said that he was uh, racist. And, you know, don't you think standing your ground is a bit Didn't aggressive? Didn't he sue and, and win a lot of money out of yeah, that? Yeah, he sued CNN, Washington Post, New York Times, yeah. M uh, NBC. And I don't know if he won all of them, but he certainly won some of them. I think um, CNN in particular, they, they settled like a, you know, tens of millions or over a yeah. hundred million dollar lawsuit. So, okay. Governor Whitmer's kidnapping plot. Mm -hmm. No truth to that. No. Well, there is truth to it, which is that, uh, it was an FBI psyop. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. Oops. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, FBI was involved in an entrapment scheme trying to find these, uh, 
you know, sad people on the internet that were disenfranchised with the government or whatever. And uh, the FBI had plants that went in and egged these guys on and uh, egged them into creating this plot to, to kidnap the governor. And then uh, turned out of the people that are, were arrested, it was like 12 people, 15 people that were arrested, something like that. About half of them were FBI informants or FBI agents. So um, none of that obviously would have happened if the FBI hadn't gone in there and, and forced the issue. And uh, it really begs the question to me, like, how often is this happening? Is it happening with other things, too? We know that there were um, Antifa members and, and other um, left-wing media personalities uh, involved in January 6th. We know that there was a guy who was not prosecuted, who, who was in the Capitol on January 6th, who was on video the day before January 6th, saying that um, we need to go into the Capitol, we need to you know, uh, overthrow the election, and he was never prosecuted, and he's disappeared. So there's a lot of questions about a lot of these things. All right. We believe the woman, you know, unless, of course, the Democrat's involved. So when somebody says that uh, Brett Kavanaugh raped them, you know, at a party when they were all in, like, high school, you, you definitely believe the woman, right? Yes. Uh, and so does the Women's March. Four years later, we still believe Christine Blousey Ford. And look at her. She's so innocent. She would never hurt a fly. Yeah. Um, the Trump pee tape. Uh, yeah, that he basically <laughs> stayed in the same hotel room as Obama over in Russia yeah. and had a prostitute come and pee on him. Is that the story? Uh, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if she, the story is she peed on him or somebody she peed, peed on somebody. She, yeah, somebody peed on somebody. Maybe I don't know. But uh, yeah, would right. be would be funny if true, but unfortunately not true. COVID lab leak, a conspiracy theory. We kind of covered that with uh, Fauci, and that's going to be investigated uh, by the Republicans. Border agents whipping migrants. You know, we, we played this in real time when it happened. You know, all the outrage coming from Mayorkas, who I really think ought to be impeached. Um, Vice President Harris, obviously President uh, Biden as well, um, that uh, they, they were suspended. They had to deal with these things. Uh, and it was not true. Right. This was the picture that caused all the outrage. And uh, and then the, the story that we showed here on the screen from the New York Post, uh, October 12th, Mayorkas knew border agents did not whip migrants before repeating false claims. Which is so. why he needs to be impeached. Yeah. And, and I, you know, if I were Kevin McCarthy, I'd put that high on my list when the Republicans take over. Um, Trump saved the nuclear secrets at Mar-a-Lago. That was not true. But yet they led with it. Wall-to-wall coverage. Steele dossier. Um, we've talked about that, paid that goes for by the Hillary the P, campaign. The P tape yeah. uh, as well. Russian. And again, paid for by the Hillary campaign using foreign uh, intelligence. Using, and she was so smart about it. I mean, yeah. she you know, she made sure that if she were going to be tried or any of her people were going to be tried, it would happen in the District of Columbia where mm -hmm. they'll never be convicted. Right. I mean, that that's, that's thinking three jumps ahead. Um, Steel dossier we've covered. Um, Russian bounties on U.S. soldiers in Afghanistan. I don't remember that one. Um, that was just a story that happened when we were, uh, pulling out of Afghanistan that was spread around it. It didn't really last that long in the media cycle, in the news cycle, but they were saying that, uh, Russia had put bounties on the heads of American soldiers while they were being pulled out of Afghanistan and they were paying people to, to kill them, which turned out not to be true. One of their biggies on the left, and they still say this. It just, I, I cringe every time I, I, I hear them say it, is that Trump said drinking bleach would fight COVID. Let's go to the tape. Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light, 
And I think you said that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Deferring to experts, by the way, at every turn. Right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or, or almost a cleaning? Because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that. So that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. So he's deferring to experts at every turn. He never said drink bleach, yet that's what they took and ran with. He never said the word drink or the word bleach. I didn't hear the word bleach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and the, the funny thing about that, too, is that everything that he said there actually turned out to be true and good information. The UV white thing is true. I mean, they've done tests on it with COVID and with other viruses that you can, uh, you know, essentially eliminate viruses using UV light treatment. And then the inside of the body thing, there's been tests done on that where people put uh, tubes down through the trachea and other things to, to get to the lungs for like serious lung infections and stuff like that. There's been uh, treatments that way. And obviously disinfectant has been used all across the board. And it, it just goes with the broader narrative with COVID. You know, obviously Trump was pushing the vaccine hard, which is another thing. But uh, with a lot of these other treatments, which we'll get to one another one here later on the list, but like uh, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, uh, the UV thing, all these things just immediately uh, trashed by the media because they were either loosely associated with Trump or with people who they didn't like, despite the fact that these are all very valid uh, medical procedures that w could have actually saved lives if we took it seriously and actually used it. But because Trump said it, you know, it has to be false. Muslim travel ban. Now, that was a deal that he put a travel ban into, into place from countries that do not like us very much. Did they happen to be from Muslim countries? They weren't all. I mean, he didn't hit all of the Muslim countries, but he hit countries that don't like us very much right. and, and want to do us harm. And it wasn't banning just Muslims from those countries. No, it was, it was everyone from everyone that from country, those countries. which I've always questioned how that would work anyway. Couldn't you just go to Canada or something and get into the country that way? Um, but it was definitely not a Muslim travel ban, yet that's what all of the mainstream media led with. Hunter Biden's laptop, Russian dif disinformation, we're now seeing that that's not true. CBS is even on board with that, um, and there's going to be hearings in the House on that coming up. Andrew Co uh, Cuomo's best COVID leadership. And I, I'm going to cop to this one, too. I kind of bought into it. You know, when he was oh, doing no. his press conferences, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I wanted Trump to talk like that. Okay, Trump is not a politician. Trump is never going to talk like a politician. Cuomo, I, I think, reassured people. Uh, but then, you know, it started to fall apart, the nursing home deal and all that. And you've got a great picture up on uh, the slide there that shows all the extra books now. Yeah, well, uh, as many people are aware, Andrew Cuomo wrote a book about himself and how great he is uh, during the COVID pandemic before he got booted out of office called American Crisis Leadership Lessons from the COVID-19 Pandemic. All right. So I've copped <laughs> two of them so far. And I want you people to be honest when you react on Facebook or something like this. Don't just say, none of those got me because I'm smarter than you. We'll put the list up uh, today and and uh, yeah. get, get some uh, feedback on I'm still at zero, I have to say. I'm still at zero. You're an asshole. <laughs> All right. Uh, Trump built cages for migrant kids. Mm -mm. By the way, those, those quote-unquote cages, 
were before Trump, right? Right. Those came out of the Obama administration. Yeah, so here's two pictures back-to-back uh, -back of the Obama and Trump pages. <laughs> they were built uh, under Obama, and he started housing uh, illegals, quote-unquote, migrants, as they're called now, uh, in them. And then Trump continued that practice, uh, adjusted it, you know, in various ways. But, yeah. All right. Much like Obama before him, um, uh, President Trump carried out the uh, policy of taking out terrorists whenever we can get a clean shot at them. He did that, and the Washington Post put a halo around the guy. Yep. Uh, Abu Bakar, Bakar al-Baghdadi, austere religious scholar at helm of Islamic State, dies at 48. That's from the Washington Post. Yeah, he was a terrorist, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> just so, in case anyone was curious. Again, this is the Washington Post. <laughs> yeah. I mean, between them and the New York Times, I mean, th those are the papers of record for a very long time in this country. Uh, Trump overfed koi fish in Japan. Now, this one I didn't know about. I mean, this is actually true. I mean, if you really <laughs> care. But I think the story is not that he overfed koi fish in Japan. The story is who gives a shit? <laughs> Why does it matter? But, right. uh, yeah, I mean, the, the media was, like, all over this one uh, showing this picture and the video. And they're like, oh, he's being so disrespectful to, to Japan because, I guess, um, uh, Shinzo Abe, who is since been killed but uh he was you know putting in one little pellet at a time and trump's like you know what i'm just gonna dump the whole thing in there let's feed all the fish at once you know it's just like it's just fantastic i told you don't make me i mean laugh. it's classic trump this is why like okay we can talk about desantis we can talk about kanye and all this and uh and they're you know they, they each have their things yeah i'm not making a claim but uh this is why people love trump because he he did stuff like this is great all right, where are we at here? Uh, so I don't, but so I don't know if that one counts because it's not necessarily a hoax in Fine. the sense that it's true. It did happen, but it's just very silly that it's not the media, my list. The media pays any attention to not it. my list. Okay, Build Back Better will pay for itself. Now we get to Joey B. Joey B. Good old Joey Frankly, B. Frankly, I'm surprised President that Brandon. a single Republican in Congress has joined us in supporting it. It can't be because it would add to the deficit, because it reduces the deficit over the long term. It can't be because it's fiscally responsible, because it's fully paid for. Fully paid for. No one, no one earning less than $400,000 a year will pay a single penny more in federal taxes. You'll just pay more for everything else in your life. <laughs> well, and, and I don't know that he can keep that promise, because yeah. as, the, um, as the debt goes above $31 trillion, and with his, you know, uh, giving free money to everybody that's that's jacked up inflation, that's going to increase uh, um, uh, rates. It has to borrowing, and, and that's going to directly affect the deficit because you know we got to pay the interest on that debt. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And it's going to go. It's probably going to double. And they just come out and just say things. <clears throat> you know, I mean, he's not, he has nothing to back it up. He's come out and said that he's uh, decreased the debt. He's come out and said that he's decreased the deficit. He's come out and said that uh, inflation is zero. I mean, they just come out and say say things. You know, they just pull it out of their ass, and nobody mm -hmm. questions them on it. So Trump tax cuts benefited uh, only the rich. I mean, that's that's one of the. Uh, famous Democrat plays we talk about on the podcast. Somebody has something you don't have, and that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Instead of using you know tax revenue to pay for the government, they want to use it to socially engineer. And that's why if you ever make it in this country and you you get rich and and you do better than other people, you're going to be a target for the Democrats immediately. Uh, cloth masks prevent COVID. How? 
You know, and you know what? There are still some places you have to wear a mask. I'm going to my doctor next month for my annual physical, yep. and I'll have to wear a mask at his office. Why? And it's coming back too. I mean, there's still people out there making the case that you know there's going to be another surge of COVID and the winter of death and all this rhetoric that they have pulled out the past two and a half years, and they're going to try and bring the mask mandates back. And uh, I mean, I pulled up this graphic here that you can read if you're watching on YouTube, but uh, it would be more cumbersome for me to pull up like research studies and things like that. But it's very clear that the particles in the COVID virus are much smaller than the gaps in the uh, cloth mask. Yeah. So they're essentially useless in, in stopping the virus. Plus, you have very clear uh, research and just common sense that shows, you know, people just wear the same mask every day over and over again. Right. It gets dirty. Mm -hmm. You know, they get all kinds of gunk in there. You're supposed to. It's a, it's a disposable mask for a reason. You're supposed to use it once, throw it out, use another right. one. And that's just not what's happening. And nobody even talked about that. So it's pure virtue signaling. That's yep. another term I learned from you in doing this podcast. Oh. Um, if you get vaccinated, Flattered. you won't catch COVID. Yes. Who we said have. that, Kurt? Oh, well, a lot of people did. Uh... <laughs> Who's going to say it on the podcast? Uh, let's find out. The, the various shots that people are getting now cover that they're, they're you're okay you're not going to you're not going to get covid if you have these vaccinations okay how many times has joey had it uh three the times? vaccine or the, no, 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 or COVID. No, the covid he's had <laughs> he's actually had covid he's had every shot he's had every booster how, yeah, and supposedly. he's had it at least three times that we know of oh yeah yeah so that was completely he's, he's wrong he's gotten it uh, a bunch of times yeah. but so there was a lot of wrong out of that um, where's my list here? Oh, SUV killed parade marchers. This goes back. This, this is something the media has been doing since the nineties. You know, they, they say an SUV did this an SUV was in the accident. Never mind the right. driver. Now, of course, well, the it's the same thing with gun control, obviously too, yeah. as we talked about before. The politically incorrect thing that they'd have to look at is it was a black guy that did this, right? right. Who turned out to be his own lawyer in court, which was hysterical. <laughs> um, but it was not, not an SUV man. that killed parade marchers. It was a driver of an SUV who did that. Yeah. Uh, Trump used tear gas to clear a crowd for a Bible photo. I don't have that one. That's not true. No. Uh, don't say gay was in the, the Florida bill. Not true. False. Absolutely false. Uh, the Putin price hike. You know, you we can debunk that one from We've here. talked about that many, many times. Yeah. If you are not... Sold on that. Go back and watch earlier episodes of the podcast. And, you know, ask the uh, Fed chairman, which they did in a hearing, uh, if the inflationary problems we're having were caused by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And the Fed chairman very clearly said, no, inflation was in place well before the Russians invaded Ukraine. Correct. Um, ivermectin is a horse dewormer and not for humans. Now, when this came out, you know, I'm a guy who goes to experts, Kurt. And the expert I went to is Ernie Rodino. Uh, Ernie hosts the Better Horses radio show here on KFKF. And I said, Ernie. Starring Joe Rogan. I said, what's up with this? <laughs> is, is it true? And he goes, actually, I've taken it. You know, yeah. uh, and, and it turns out people have taken it for COVID. Uh, and you mentioned, um, what was the other one? I'm trying to trying to think of, uh, if we have the meme up on our meme board, but we had a meme that we posted and it was a glass of water. And it says uh, water is, you know, a, a horse. Uh, hydrator or something like that what does that mean who's who's uh <coughs> it's joe rogan oh, okay there yeah because joe rogan was was pushing ivermectin um and has continued to push ivermectin because there's been some studies to suggest that it's pretty effective in uh eliminating you know viruses such as covid and uh yeah so everyone when it first came out 
that you know this whole that he was pushing it, and then it, the media came out and was like, "It's horse dewormer," and yeah. you know everyone made memes of him as a horse. So I just think it's funny. One of my favorites is uh, mostly peaceful protests. As America was burning down in every city, you actually had reporters on places like CNN. This this comes from CNN. Look at this reporter. If you're looking at it on the screen here at YouTube, he's saying that it's mostly peaceful protest as Armageddon is happening behind him. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the greatest photos ever. It's certainly uh, one of the greatest photos of the last five to ten years and then you know you have everything in here you have the fiery but mostly peaceful protests you see that it's cnn you see that this guy doesn't know what he's doing you see that trump's right here in the in the shot and he's like the guy that called out the media i mean it's just everything you need to know about the media in one photo it's great all right to some january 6th stuff trump overpowering a secret service agent for the wheel of the beast because he was going to go to the capitol the Secret Service said that was a lie. Correct. All right. Uh, officer Sicknick was murdered by protesters. He was the officer who died at the January 6th, um, whatever you want to call it, protest, uh, taking over the Capitol. There were a bunch of knuckleheads that went in there and did all that stuff. Um, this officer died of a heart attack. Yeah, he died, I think, two or three days later of a heart attack. The only person that actually died, and that, and they, they tried to say, you know, five cops died or something like that, and that's just not true. And there's actually some questionable stuff because there was i think two or three cops that committed suicide in the weeks after january 6th which begs a ton of questions you know which we don't have answers for but the only person that actually died on january 6th was ashley babbitt who was a pro-trump um person that was was in the capitol and got shot by a police officer unarmed and a veteran of this country uh, was there to protest what she thought she had the right to protest, and she was killed by Capitol Police. Correct. Um, January 6th was an insurrection. Absolutely not. Um, the government was never in peril. Right. Never in peril. And, you know, it's this guy from uh, Mississippi who's leading the January 6th committee, which will go away now with Republicans taking over the House, he himself, on a January 6th, went to the Capitol and protested states uh, and their electoral votes. <laughs> I didn't know so, that. Oh, yeah. Very true. Okay. And, and it happens. It's happened on January 6th, I think, in the last four or five presidential elections. Yeah. Mostly from Democrats protesting Republicans. Yeah. Win. Well, look at what happened on Inauguration Day with Trump. I mean, the entire city of Washington, D.C. essentially was, like, on fire. You know, there was tons of looting, rioting. Uh, burning businesses that had nothing to do with it. So, I mean, where's the conversation about All that? All right, three more here. Trump mocked a reporter's disability. Now, I did see the video on that where he, you know, he was doing things with his hand. How do you say that's not mocking someone with a disability? Well, the the counter that I've seen is that he has done that for other people that don't have disabilities. So He's always doing stuff with his hands. Right. He's always doing stuff with his hands. And, and what I've heard... Uh, Again, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. I think people are just blowing it out of proportion because they want to get something on Trump. But um, it's his way of like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I don't know yeah, what's yeah. going on. And there's actually video out there of him of him doing that same thing and making that same voice to other people that are not disabled. So All right. I don't know. Two more. BYU, really BYU students hurled racist insults at Duke volleyball player. Go to the videotape on that. It did not happen. And finally, the rocket that hit Poland that nearly started World War III uh, was launched by Russia. Uh, that's not true. It was friendly fire that came from Ukraine. Yep. So there you go. And I, I'll cop to two. And how many are you going to cop to? Well, a couple of them are like, you know, like the, uh, the uh, Koi Pond thing is just like true, but it's not a big deal. 
the disability thing, I mean, I guess maybe I believe that, but I didn't really care. Yeah. So I don't know if that counts or not, but pretty much zero, honestly. Okay. Well, we'll put it up and you can let me know, you know, that you as well as Kurt are perfect and odor free while I will talk <laughs> to actually two of them. I don't know about that. I did put on my deodorant this morning though. So we move on to uh, this from Vice President Kamala Harris. Where in the world is she? How long has she been in the Far East? I don't know. She's been over there forever. She's doing PR in, in the Philippines. Okay. she. Th- this is a video. There's two versions of this, right? Yeah. Okay. The first is what actually happened. It is video of her greeting fishermen returning in the the Philippines. I think it practices for her new job as a Walmart greeter. Check this out. Hello. 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 Thank you. Hello. Hello. Thank you. What the hell is she doing? This is, I'm going to put on my conspiracy theorist hat for a second here. And, you know, feel free to shoot me down, okay? But I'm going to be a conspiracy theorist for a second. What's up with these fish? Why are they like so erect? Yeah, like why are they? They look, kind of look fake, don't they? Well, they're dead, right? I know, but like, they like Perhaps they, rigor has set in. I mean, they, wouldn't they be like flopping over I'm or like wet? I, no I mean, idea. they don't even look wet or anything. Bob Watson's a fisherman. He can know. look at this and tell us if that's true. I mean, true it or doesn't not. really matter if they're real or not. It doesn't change how stupid this is, but they kind of look fake to me. I don't know. Okay, so this is why you need to watch the podcast on YouTube because you've come across something that it made me cough up a lung here. Yeah. I'm not even going to look at it because it'll make me laugh. <laughs> you got to try not to watch. All right, All right, here we go again. All right. Hello, Trump Hello. one. Hello. FJB. Hello. The Joker. Hello. Kamala Hello. loves Willie Brown. Hello. And, and then, then more fish. fish. Yeah. I like how I think my favorite part about it is the last one. Like they put all these fake things, and then the last one is just still a guy carrying fish. Joe Biden's best insurance policy for not being impeached. You just saw it with his vice president, Kamala Harris. And uh, that'll wrap it up. We'll put the uh, hoax list up on the Facebook page until next week. This is Dale Carter's America. The views expressed on Dale Carter's America are Dale's and Kurt Wheeler's. They do not necessarily reflect the views of KFKF or Steel City Media. Comments can be sent to dalecartersamerica at gmail.com. Check back for weekly episodes. Subscribe, spread the word, and give us a five-star review. Thanks for being a part of Dale Carter's America.